We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, you remember I pointed this out last week when Democrats in the state Senate decided to remove a woman from the Board of Education here that Governor Glenn Youngkin had appointed that all the news coverage acted like this was legitimate. And I said, you know, imagine if if Republicans ran the state Senate and they decided to remove a person of color, a mom from northern Virginia um, off of the Board of Education. What do you think the coverage would be? It would immediately be about race. You, you might have a reason for your decision, but there would that would be like third or fourth paragraph in the story. It would all be about the racist Republicans removing the person of color, especially the woman, the mom. Um, you know, how could you do this? This is just an, another indictment of the Republican Party. But that wasn't the conversation. When Democrats do it, it's all OK, except it's not OK, especially as you find out more about the individual here. To me, it's not about race. It's not about gender. It's not. It, it's it's about the quality of the person and the perspective they bring to the role that they were going to play on the board of education. Glenn Youngkin, Governor Glenn Youngkin, was smart and was actually trying to open up the board of education to a different perspective. You know, he was doing exactly what we all say we want: is let's make sure parents are represented. And that we hear from different types of parents, responsible people, not just people who are trying to make the make the headlines and, you know, attack other people, really thoughtful individuals. And everybody that I have talked to in advance of the interview we're, we're about to have has told me that the lady we're about to hear from is very, very thoughtful. And her perspective would would be an addition to the discussions and the debates that happen um, at, in the Virginia Board of Education. But the Democrats wouldn't have it. Saparna so Adutta is with us this morning, and I really appreciate you coming on. Tell me how you're feeling today, a week after all of this has gone down, and, and, and you've had time to think about it and talk to people. And good morning to you. Good morning, John. Thank you so much for having me yes, on. Yes, ma'am. Um, I, I grew up in India. My mom was an educator. She taught um, English in middle and high school, and my dad was an Air Force officer. I grew up in a very modest home, and in, in my, my family placed the greatest, greatest emphasis on education. You know, we believe that education is a great leveler, and it can take you places like nothing else. And when I immigrated to America in 1993 for my master's in engineering, I carried that belief with me, mm-hmm. and um, 
I thought that, uh, you know, a parent, being a parent, uh, I have, uh, you know, been very outspoken about what, what I believe that academic excellence uh, should be for children. And I've also been outspoken about the incursion of divisive ideology uh, in education. I have devoted my energy to raise expectations for students and teachers while on the board. I was pretty shocked by the turn of events. Um, 31st January, the House, um, sorry, the Senate Committee on Privileges and Elections voted unanimously, which has 10 Democrat senators and four Republicans. They voted unanimously to uh, for my nomination. Mm-hmm. And then exactly one week later, um, they voted against me and really what changed in that one week. Um, it's that the, the, on, on February 1st, I had a contentious vote a meeting with uh, Ms. Holton, wife of Tim Kaine. Um, I guess certain uh, voices are not welcome. That's well, what tell I would say, tell me about that conversation, because I read it. I, I've read the, the news accounts of it, that there was a discussion. I mean, the person who I think should be on the radio trying to explain themselves is um, Mrs. Holton, I, you know, Tim Kaine's wife. Because she was the one, according to the news coverage, that said the things that seemed to denigrate the founding documents of the United States. I mean, I, I, first of all, I don't understand why it's somehow off limits to have a discussion about the founding documents of the United States. And you're the one that has to go. But if anybody's got to go, I would think she was the one who said something that would cause the most concern, not you. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Um, what did and, she say? You know, so she said that um, that uh, the, the Constitution enshrined slavery and mm. limited protection only to white property men. And you know, I I claim to be no expert, but I am reading upon American history, and what I read is that the the founding documents were. Uh, absolutely remarkable and not since then has any other country in the world produced similar documents and it really enshrines our individual rights individual freedoms and puts in checks and balances for us for the common man um uh, the other thing another thing that was said that she objected to the word socialism being included with communism as a political system which is incompatible with individual freedom and you know comment to the board, she said that some roles are best served by centralized government. And I, I said that socialism is just as bad as communism. You may try to, you know, it can be a euphemism, but it, it's mm-hmm. really, it takes away the individual and family's ability to make choices and decisions for themselves. So um, and you, you know, if, you're uh, able to articulate a position and then back it up with a reasonable explanation for your statement, and that's unacceptable for a member of the Board of Education. I'm just puzzled how how that translates to the state senators thinking that you're unqualified. It'd be one thing if you were making remarks and then couldn't articulate a reason for your remarks uh, but I mean, honestly, I, I, I keep going back to the people who I think should be answering the questions here are the people who look at world history over the last century and still try to tell me 
that socialism and communism is a viable alternative here. And we should really be studying how to make this work in the United States with the horrible track record it has. But you're the one that is suffering the consequences. It's 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 shocking. I think the more shocking thing is that there's a, a the education establishment has a distaste for parents' voices. Yeah, yeah. you know any any independent voice of independence which questions uh, parents are their children's primary educators, and they they should be allowed to question, uh, ask for transparency in curriculum, and ask to opt their children out of any divisive ideology that, that they feel is being, um, you know, introduced in the classrooms. Um, I think that the education establishment, um, and there are, there's a nexus of organizations, I believe, they cannot have, they don't want independent parents' voices. And it's just so unfortunate. How do you feel about this at this moment? Um, I, Yes, I am very disappointed that I cannot continue to be a voice um, of of parent advocacy on the board. And uh, I thought I, um, you know, I prepared and I met with experts and teachers before every uh, board of education meeting. And I brought a very diverse uh, opinion. Um, but you know what? You just do what's given to you and I just move on. And I and I hope I can, in whatever way I can, lend my voice uh, for education because this is really public education should be about children, not about any special interests. So, and I very strongly believe that. Well, it, it's clear that you have dedicated a large part of of, of your recent um, history to these issues, and you're an articulate spokesperson for the beliefs that you're sharing. I think that deserves a platform. What will you do next? It won't be on the Board of Education, but what, what do you plan to do to, to advocate for the positions you hold? I, John, I don't have any plans. I'm just a mom, and I'm going to continue being a mom, and that's my plan. <laughs> well, it's a loss for the state of Virginia that you're not in this role, and I hope... Listen, if you're, if you're reading the newspaper <laughs> up in... Uh, in Northern Virginia, or you get the Times-Dispatch and you see a story that you want to comment on, I would love to have you be a regular guest on this program to share your perspective. I value your perspective. E- you know, Even if you were to say something during this interview that I disagree with, um, that's important. That's, that's, a, that's part of the dialogue that I would like to advocate here in the state capital of Virginia, and it's shocking to me that the people who run their mouths the most about wanting diverse voices and, and diverse opinions have now silenced someone who I think would be an asset to the Commonwealth. And I want to apologize to you uh, that that happened. But for, for, for my part here at WRVA, if you see anything you want to talk about, please call me and I'm happy to have you on the program. I think it's important to hear from you. Well, thank you very much for having me on, John. I really appreciate you giving me a voice. Yes, ma'am. All right, we'll talk again, I hope. Suparna Dutta, uh, who was on the Board of Education and was removed by the Democrats, and I don't want to put her in an awkward situation here, but can I just tell you, and I know Democrats listen to the show on the way to the Capitol in the morning, this is shameful what you've done. This is really, Ghazala Hashmi, 
the senator from Chesterfield. You know, see, she got used here, and she doesn't seem to have a problem with that. They used her to go after someone who looked like her. Now, how cowardly is that, all these stupid Democrat white people saying, oh, you know what? We got our own minority woman. We'll push her out in, in front and let her stab the minority in the back. And then we won't have to answer for it. Well, you're going to answer for it on this program because this is what you constantly, you Democrats, constantly run your mouths about making sure that minorities have a voice in Virginia. And then Governor Glenn Youngkin, who is trying his best, I mean, he's got more patience than I do, trying his best to make sure that minority voices are heard in the state, you, you cut his throat, too, by not allowing this lady to be on the Board of Education. You just hear that interview. This isn't some radical, this isn't some crazy person, this is a very thoughtful mom who's also highly educated. So I don't want to hear it from the Democrats anymore. No more lectures on racial diversity because you just proved you don't give a damn about that. All you care about, Democrats, listen closely to what I'm saying, all you care about is your leftist philosophy and you'll exploit minorities to get your way instead of governing correctly and fairly and with an open mind in Virginia. And it's shameful And you should own it. And I'm going to do my part to make sure you do. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 